Well, good morning this Thursday morning. Hope your week is going well. And I'm really pleased that you could join us for Kings at Home Daily this morning. Uh, we're going through the book of Revelation. We're, we're going through the, uh, the, the letters to the churches and we're up to the church in Sardis. We began yesterday and we're going to look a bit further today. But first, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much. You are our life. In you we live and move and have our being. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Once we were dead in our trespasses and sins, you have made us alive. I pray you would warm our hearts today as we spend these few moments together. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we, we, as I say, we're in chapter 3, looking at the church in Sardis, and uh, we've discovered a, a, quite a scary thing. There's no commendation for this church. Some of the other churches, there's been commendation, you know, there's been, some, there's been a rebuke, but there's also been a, a but I, I, you know, I, I, I love your faithfulness, I love your works. There's nothing here. Rather, there's, we're straight into um, this accusation. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. And as I said yesterday, maybe the first nominal church in church history. So easy to become nominal, go through the motions for our walk with the Lord to be a subsidiary thing. Something on the side instead of the driving force in our lives a reputation of being alive they have a reputation it may be a big church maybe a, an apparently flourishing church with lots of programs and people coming in and out the doors and uh, maybe they had a great building and maybe that i don't know but they had a reputation but beware beware you can you can hide behind a reputation but not to the eyes of the Lord. You have a reputation of being alive, but you're dead. And as I was saying yesterday, I wondered how that showed itself. Maybe they were just um, going through the motions. Maybe in their, in their songs, they were just singing empty words. Maybe they, uh, when the preaching came, they were just closing their um, ears as it were not really giving too much attention not being challenged by the word not being uh provoked perhaps on a daily basis maybe um maybe they didn't have any daily devotions or if they did maybe it was just very fun you know very just just maybe it was just a little sort of formality uh, to rush through before you get on with the day and as i say yesterday it is possible to to settle in our christian lives and you know it's been on my mind recently that that as christians we're called to be disciples in other words we're being discipled by someone we're called to be pilgrims we're on a journey we're going somewhere and we need to keep that perspective and if we lose that perspective and become settlers thinking this is the main thing this this is what we live for this life is it we have become nominal. We're living for another day. We saw that yesterday at the end of the church of Thyatira, Jesus being the, the, the say the morning star. Um, 
how, uh, you, um, that lovely phrase, um, um, I can't see it now. Um, hold on to what you've done until I come, until I come, until I come. That's the attitude of the Christian. We're living for another day. We're living for his appearing. And, and, and we can lose that. And I think especially in a, in a comfortable culture where, we, you know, we, we settle, we've got a, a nice home and a family and, a, and all the rest of it. We can, you know, we, 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 uh, our greatest expectation can be our retirement or something. Folks, of course, we're lived, we're called to provide for our families and raise our families well, but we're living for another day. I often say on a Sunday morning, the end of the meeting, when you walk out of the building, look up, look at those skies and remind yourself, one day Jesus is coming in majesty and glory. The skies will be filled with his glory. Folks, these folks had lost sight of that. They had a reputation for being alive, but they were dead. Wake up, wake up. And uh, that's a phrase that's used again and again in the New Testament. Paul uses it when he... When he um, when he was writing to the um, uh, to, to, to the Ephesians, and uh, uh, he, Ephesians chapter five, he says, um, "Wake up, sleeper! Rise from the dead! Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil." And he then goes on to say, don't get drunk in, on, on wine, but instead be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do you remember? The Holy Spirit is mentioned at the beginning of this letter to Sardis. Him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. There's a focus on the, the Holy Spirit, the life of God. And here Paul is saying in, in, in our keeping alert and awake and living for Jesus appearing, he says... Be wake up, be careful how you live, don't be getting drunk on wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Speaking to one another, encouraging one another, spurring one another on with psalms, hymns, songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Folks, this is the answer to nominal Christianity. Being filled with the Holy Spirit being part of a church family, community, where we can encourage one another, spur one another on, making, making music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks. Isn't that, that, that that's, that's the answer for nominal Christianity. That's what these Christians in Sardis needed. They had a great reputation, big church, flourishing church perhaps, well, flourishing on the outside. Um, the, maybe the church to go to, but in terms of their, their their enjoyment of God, their life in God, they were they were dead. Wake up, strengthen what remains. It's a, it's about to die. I found your deeds unfinished in my sight. Remember, therefore, what you've received and heard. Hold it fast. Repent. But if you don't wake up, I'll come like a thief, and you won't know what time I come. Um, a thief in the night taken by surprise by the coming of the Lord that's not something we want to happen to us do we and he's, so there's this urgency wake up strengthen 
remember what, 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 what you've received and heard. Hold it fast. Repent. And if you don't wake up, I'll come like a thief and you won't know what time I will come. Dear friends, let's live in the light of our wonderful, glorious future. We're disciples. We're pilgrims. We're followers. We're, we're, we're heading somewhere. We're not settlers. We're living for another day. We're living for that wonderful day when Jesus comes in all his glory to make all things new. We live for that day and we look for that day. And Lord, I pray for us today. Lord, it, it, it's not always easy uh, living like this. We, 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 we're, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And Lord, I pray, help us to walk well. I pray, Lord, help us to live well, Lord, faithfully in the small things of life, going to work, doing the things we need to do, faithful in the small things of life, but also focused on the big things in life. The fact that we're living for another day. Lord, I pray, keep us from nominal, uh, nominal Christianity. Keep our hearts burning with a love for you, full of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for our life groups, maybe meeting tonight, I don't know. I pray for life groups, that there'll be a wonderful stirring of one another up being filled with the Holy Spirit, encouraging one another that we'll run well together for your glory. Go with us today, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Have a great day. And uh, I hope to see you again tomorrow morning. Bye now.